Welcome to The Money Mavens, a podcast for the ambitious female business owner that loves money and desires to create a business and lifestyle up-level. With myself, Charlotte Balbier, multi-seven-figure brand builder, and my partner in success, Josie May, global six-figure business coach. Join us for all things business and lifestyle, combined with our strong opinions, a few naughty words, lots of fun, and a double dose of luxury. So pull up your seats at the success table with us, Charlotte and Josie, the Money Mavens. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Money Mavens. And today we're interviewing the gorgeous Jenny Brennan, who is a mum of three. She's an Irish dancer and she's also the editor of a glamour magazine for women living with chronic or life-changing conditions. So welcome, Jenny. Hi. So Hello, ladies. Hi, Charlotte. Hi, Josie. Hi. So Jenny and I actually met on a beach in Thorpe Park believe it or not, like you do. <laughs> so um, basically, I my son wanted to go to a theme park. And I we live in Manchester, obviously. And he wanted to go one in the Midlands. I forgot the name of it. This is just tells you how it is. And he said, my husband said, can you book the tickets? Anyway, I accidentally booked Thorpe Park, which is in London. And we live in Manchester. It's quite a long, <laughs> quite a long trip for the day. Um, mm. And so we ended up going to Thorpe Park and um, Addy, actually, my husband met Jenny on the beach <laughs> and then I came over <laughs> as well and we were just chatting about business and Jenny told me about her magazine and I was like, we need to interview you for the podcast. So here we are about, yeah, amazing. About, about a month, five, yeah, about five four. weeks later. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about your magazine your business tell us like a bit about you just tell us <laughs> right okay it's it's a, you know it's a really interesting well I think it's an interesting story um so I lost my dad to cancer he had lymphoma cancer which in the beginning should have been a very curable type of cancer and unfortunately we lost my dad and that was in the May 2018 so I decided you kind of have a rebalance, a reshift in life. And I, um, at 35, went to university, enrolled in this creative writing, just wanting to find myself, I suppose, after mm. this sort of tragic experience. And um, on the back of that, doing a, a journalism course, met two uh, ladies who were on the course, half my age, but we won't talk about that. And um, <laughs> we were tasked... <laughs> We were tasked with coming up with an idea for a magazine and it was just what a general task within our lesson. We were going to use it for an assignment. And I said to the girls, I said, you know, they were talking about fashion and beauty. And I said, you know, we just don't talk about health enough. Um, and we talk about it, but it's very clinical and quite medical. What about putting a spin on it? And actually people that are going through something want to still feel sexy and want to feel, you know, uh, empowered. Mm -hmm let's try and do that so we went with that and then our tutor said well, look there's a business um, competition that's opening up in a couple of weeks you should go for it so we did and we won investment through the university and uh, we won um, most promising business and wow. uh, we won uh, some investments so yeah so it kind of propelled from there and we were able to invest in our websites and it's very much it's starting off we're still just a year in um and obviously we've got a whole host, host of women that are on board with it. It's just unbelievable. Um, university's finished for us. So it's now a case of this is really is our business. And we, we're finding our feet with that whilst trying to work um, alongside running the business as well. 
So you've got another business as well, is it, where you, you do Irish dance teaching, is that right? Do you work for yourself doing that? Yeah, I, Irish, I mean, I, yeah, I do. I'm an Irish dancing teacher as well. So I teach three times a week um, and have done for years. I've been dancing since I was three when it was wow. okay to have a pint around the, the dads would sit around with a cigarette and a pint while the kids were dancing. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> show, I'm showing my age again. And yeah, so I teach Irish dancing. Yeah. So um, tell us about the magazine then. Like what is the... Yeah, what's the mission? Like what, what was your why? I mean, you've just talked about it then, but like really how you want to like impact people with that mission because it is very powerful. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I have to say, I, I realised that it would be, but I've, I've literally been blown away with our, the responses that we've been getting. Um, the why for me is, I suppose, it's that real personal thing of grief and loss, losing my dad, talking about health. He was on intensive care for six months. So when I was there, I was there every day. You see so much. You see so many people going through so many things. And you also see people walk out the doors as well as, you know, the ones that don't. Yeah. and it's about actually a community now we've got the we're fortunate enough to have a technology where we can connect all over the world there's nothing more powerful than a group of women talking and sharing your story because it doesn't matter if you've got a panel of 10 women who have had breast cancer they've all got a very different story not everybody has that type and it's this and it's that it's very personal it's very individual but on the back of that like everything in life you share a story you are somebody's going to find something and gain something from that and there's nothing stopping that being a worldwide community of people but it's not just that we've got women that had stoma bags that were sharing fashion tips you know wear this wear that it was brilliant absolutely brilliant so it sounds to me like you're really empowering women as well that it you know whatever you're going through you can be empowered to still be feminine to still have fun to still glam up to still have, love fashion you know it doesn't even if you're doing it in hospital like it's all about yeah isn't it yeah, we had one of our ladies who we wrote a little piece about chronic makeup artist and she, bless her, is, has a very, very difficult journey, very, very difficult time, but she does the most unbelievable makeup, unbelievable. And wow. she's self-taught from being in hospital and, and sitting up in bed. She had nothing else to do. She started to play around with makeup. Unbelievable what she does. Um, and what an interesting story to share with other people. And yeah, look, it's not all glam and it's not, and it's also realizing the reality connected with this it's very hard and it's very traumatic but also absolutely if you're going through chemo you still want to why not wear a wig if you want to and put on a face of makeup if you can if you can't you can't but if you can go for it and um let's chat with other women that are doing the same as well and eventually hopefully other men it's not just women we started with women because it was the cleanest kind of way for us to go ahead with the business but why not men why not tweens um you know, in the future as well. Love that. So where do you see then, you said, touched on then about with, with men, how do you, would you like to roll this out to impact more people? Because obviously the more people you can get in, directly in front of, and this is one of the reasons why we wanted to interview you, to give you another platform to talk about. I know, which we appreciate. I mean, it's, it's like everything, isn't it? It's getting it off the ground. And I think we, we launched the website, we had a bit of a launch event and everything, but it's very difficult at times to keep that momentum going. You, it's like feeding a baby social media, isn't it? You have to keep feeding it, you have to keep doing it. So we definitely need to, to grow it in, for, in that capacity. There's loads of work to do there, but we're, we're certainly, we're determined, we're passionate. We've got the audience, we've got the women um, who want to, say, to share their stories. 
so it's connecting it all together whilst doing the back housekeeping stuff of running a business your accounting and your all the other stuff that goes with it is the magazine all kind of personal stories then is does it contain like is, is it is, is are all the articles personal stories or is the different kind of is some of it so there's a big big mix we've broken it down to like health and wellness uh, makeup uh, fashion advice latest things that are on trend with clutch bags and so no it's all broken down it's very much for anybody to pick it up and find something interesting about it and I say pick it up in terms of it's a digital magazine at the moment we'd love to to go to print it just at the moment it's not viable for us but it's something we're working towards um but it's certainly something that any woman hopefully could relate to um so yeah and broken down into personal stories but also and fashion advice and other types of wellness articles as well love that yeah i think people find it really one um it's inspiring to hear about other people's stories but it also makes you feel part of something and that you're not alone because i think when you go through whether it's you going through it or you're watching someone that you love go through something you can feel really alone oh 100 100 percent. yeah inspired from you going and seeing your dad every day and seeing like that I can relate I my grandfather who was like my dad he passed away five years ago and I spent six months going to hospital every day and like you saw people leaving but saw a lot of people not you see so many Mm. things and it really affects you and I had a lot of post-trauma from it and I think you know yeah I never spoke to anyone about it in the end yeah but you know it would be nice it's I think everybody's affected it's not just the person that's going through it's everybody it's just such a big and you don't realize at the time because you're just going through it aren't you you're like just got to be there every day and I just want yeah. to spend much time with that yeah but then when they absolutely gone, you're like god that was pretty full-on <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely a process it's definitely something yeah. that you so we we also that's also our target audience is the loved ones and carers for people going through it Um, I did an article just to give it another spin. I wrote about my own personal experience of going for a smear test. Um, Because, of course, you think everybody knows what a smear test is. Not everybody does. You've also got people that are not able to get to their GP surgery for a smear test because they might get their local surgery doesn't have wheelchair access and they're in a wheelchair or they're not able. So it's lots of different spin-offs of other things as well. But certainly, yes, to help people that are going through something traumatic. So we've also got a lovely lady. Her name is Julie New, and she's an experienced life coach, deals with trauma and lots of other things as well. But she met us at a networking event, and I met her for a coffee, and we just sort of immediately connected. And she then became kind of our agony aunt for the magazine. Love it. Um, so, yeah, so uh, Julie's fantastic, and I would love to see her being utilised. At the moment, again, I think it's just a case of once we get ourselves really propelling and and going julie will be inundated but she's a fantastic resource and it's all she's offered her services to us for nothing she said i just want to get involved this is great and we're like what really so yeah because you're making a difference it's something that's making a difference and i know that when we spoke on the beach and thought about um it's funny because thought park's an amusement park by the way i was gonna say josie by the by the sounds of it, we're making it sound like we had cocktails that were on this big beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a man-made beach in the middle of a theme park. Yeah, like a very big sandpit. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's, it's like where your, co- 
well you're constantly being told to put your phone away wasn't that lady yeah. just constantly <laughs> saying put your phone away it's like oh, yeah. oh my phone <laughs> you couldn't yeah. look at your phone in case you took pictures but yeah it was hilarious <laughs> but I remember you saying as well like it's not just kind of cancer and you know it's also chronic illness and life-changing conditions can be alcoholism or mental health conditions or you know yeah. things people you know might not see as a chronic or life-changing condition mm. but yeah it is always an alcoholic you've always got mental health these things don't leave you yeah. you know when people say oh you know they can you, you recover you're just always in recovery aren't you with things like that you've got oh 100 percent. and not everybody's educated or has has a life experience to realize that those types of illnesses are sorry they are illnesses those addictions mm-hmm. they're an illness it's a disease and um, I'm quite passionate about that. It's quite close to home for me. So I am I'm in the middle of writing a piece about that, actually. And um, also conditions we've never heard of. There's so many women I've, I've interviewed that say certain conditions. And I'm like, well, what is that? Things I've never heard of before. Is that even possible? Um, Hirschsprung's disease. There's a lady on Instagram, Gutsy Mum, and a lovely lady. And her and her son have it. It's hereditary. It's from birth. And she has to wear a, you have to have a stoma bag from the beginning. Otherwise it's a life-threatening condition. Very easily managed, but it's life-threatening. Never heard of it before. So it's also about, because you do, like you say, you hear cancer. um, And certainly, yes, cancer is massive. And there's so many different types and so many different illnesses as a a result of cancer. But then there are so many other unknown diseases that to raise awareness about. People can go to their GP, ask your GP the question, push for a referral, you know be empowered to say no I'm not going to go away for six weeks I, I, I want a referral I want this looked into I want this investigated and, and it's also a little bit of that as well encouraging people to do that yeah a friend of mine actually now she's a pharmacist and she works on a HIV um, ward at a hospital and she was you know because again that's a chronic life changing condition as well isn't it HIV mm. and I think back in the 80s um, and diabetes and things that you kind of think, but back in the eighties, I remember the early nineties, I think we're, I think you might be a little bit younger than I'm 42, Charlotte's 44. Um, Thanks for that. Okay. <laughs> I like to mention it at least every three episodes. Um, but I remember when HIV, like we were terrified it of it. It was a death sentence, wasn't it? It was oh, like a stigma. Such stigma, a stigma. Yeah. And she said now, and, and kind of when you've grown up with that, as an adult, you kind of believe that to be true. And I, I was talking to her one day and she said, I'd rather have HIV than, than have um, diabetes because actually it's easier to manage. It's less dangerous, yeah. easier to manage. Well, no one dies of HIV. They die with it now, don't they? Like, they, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's when it's not be, killing people. It's when it becomes AIDS, isn't it? But it's like Even things then. that there's so much stigma around as well, yeah. isn't it? The thing, there's some chronic and life-changing conditions like cancer I think people have got a lot of empathy for but then when somebody has something that's maybe maybe like HIV or you know or even that's alcoholism that people yeah. might consider is you know um well I think that's a choice people think that people and I have you know very people that are very close to me that are alcoholics and they think that it's their choice it's not their choice they do not want to be alcoholic no no trust me yeah because alcoholism is just it's not 
you know, you've got different levels of alcohol, but it's not someone enjoying a drink down the pub or one too many. That is way past that. It's a real, it, your body's reliant on this to be able to stay alive. Actually, it reverses itself, alcoholism. You have to drink in the end to keep yourself going. It's, it's just, and a lot of people don't realise that. Um, and it's, I suppose, and it's not people being ignorant. It's like you say, it's what you've grown up to know, like anything, like brands around us. We have perceptions, don't we? We perceive things a certain way and we think that's the way it is. And then the stigma stays. But yeah, so it's breaking stigmas. Absolutely. It's breaking that down and I mean, learning ourselves. I mean, there's so totally. many things I'm learning as I, I go. From... I was in shock when she told me that about HIV. And then I felt so ignorant. I thought, why did I believe that? And I realized I believed it because we were told, well, how, you know, like we were, yeah it was like also, this scary thing wasn't it doesn't it? make good um media now to talk about the fact that it is so manageable and that there is now um things in place that it doesn't ever develop to AIDS but that doesn't make good media doesn't make good stories does it people want to talk about when it's yeah. human gloom but when actually when it's positive mm. and something really amazing mm. happens, no one wants to talk about it and that's yeah light shine on that as well and then I think another thing that's really topical at the moment is like menopausal and perimenopausal yeah massive 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 yeah and I actually feel so like sorry for like my nana and my mum who have to go through it with people kind of making fun of like hot sweats and tropical moments Mm. or whatever you want to call them you know and like I can remember my poor nana really struggled and we all kind of thought that it was nothing now I'm thinking and I've actually started perimenopause I'm thinking gosh it is a really big thing and it does really like mentally affect people in so it's such a big spectrum of things that you can have and one person can kind of sail through it and feel okay and the other person could be you know literally completely change their life and it's so many things and I think we've got to be so more um understanding and empathic and Mm. um and open I think open and shine a light yeah and show people And that's why when Josie told me about it in the magazine, I was like, this is amazing because it is really getting behind all these things and saying, we're here, we're listening. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what the, the, the goal is, to really, and to do charity events. And events have got to be a massive part of what we're doing. We Just from a business point of view, what we've been doing is reaching out, doing like our local chamber of commerce, networking events and things like yeah. that. But we need to grow that and we need to get ourselves out there um there's a lot more events now being organized because of connections on Instagram and I don't know if you've noticed everyone is more kind of empowered to talk about their health there are a lot of people on Instagram now who would just have a page about them and what they're going through on their journey and it's everybody is captured by that doesn't matter who you are you're captured by someone's health journey I can't explain it it's just it's like a magnet you want to know more about and unfortunately you have some women look at Bow Babe, what an amazing, amazing woman. And we'd actually reached out to Bow Babe. So she had bowel cancer and she had her own podcast and she had, you know, she's done amazing things. And look at all the money that she raised. Um, and she unfortunately, was so positive about it, wasn't she? She's super she was positive so- and she's dancing and she's, and uh, she Charlotte just turned it on its head. Yeah. Did you meet her? Oh, really? Got a lovely picture of us on my Instagram. Oh, really? totally fangirled that I was following her for yeah years. yeah that's what I mean you feel that don't you feel that immediate you want to be on their team yeah you do and I met her at an awards thing when she wasn't when you know she 
she'd been diagnosed, but it, I'm going back like, I just had my son, so about four years ago, and people didn't know who she was, and I was like, oh no, this woman's amazing, she's just so, I loved her energy, and I thought she was really magnetic, and beautiful I couldn't stop looking at her and I totally fangirled that and I never fangirled <laughs> I, really cool. I love that like a massive celebrity and not be bothered but I just was, my friend was with was like who, who and I was like no this lady is wonderful she's going to do amazing things and uh yeah she's a great example of someone that she's amazing she's changing lives yeah, like, she's really shaped another one is Jade Goody and I know she died oh, and she's yeah. another for mm. outside of the UK this is a she was on Big Brother a reality TV star who got a cervical cancer and she died and she had two young boys and it was heartbreaking but what it did do was shine a light on it and what it did do was change the way the that the, they brought the age down didn't they? they brought the age down didn't they yeah and, and you know, there, there was just a shot. Look, young people can die from this. Was it was a shock. Yeah. Yeah. So young. And yeah, young. very young. And it's the same with like bowel babe. I don't think I would have even thought about bowel cancer as a woman in her 40s or 30s or anything. I wouldn't have even thought mm. of it. But it makes you think. It makes you think to check your poo and to be aware. Just have awareness mm. as well, isn't it? They're changing. These Absolutely. women. These women are saving lives. They're saving, like, right. definitely. Yeah. Well, I, on the back of Bow Babe, um, literally that, I'm 39, and I noticed some symptoms, and I interviewed another lady who was a bowel cancer survivor, and off interviewing her, I thought, mm, actually, I've got a few of these symptoms here now. I'm not going to ignore this. I can't preach about to women, you know, go get checked out. If I'm not doing it for myself, I'm busy. I've got children. I think, oh, oh yeah, next week. No. I was straight to the GP. I pushed for the referral. No, I'm not happy. I want to get this checked out. They're like, oh no, I'm sure it's just, you know, a bit of IBS. Just please, I want to get this a line under this. And it wasn't a very nice process to go through. But the way I look at it is I had my referral, off I went and had a scan, and thank God everything was okay. But it's that thing of just get it checked, get it yeah. checked, peace of mind. Because if they do catch things early, cancer, whatever it is, I mean, obviously some conditions are uncontrollable, but they're more manageable if they're caught early. Um, then, you know, do it. Don't put it off. We're all, you know, especially if you've got kids, you're busy and you think, oh, no, I'll put it off. Or your receptionist at your GP is not very nice. Just hold out. Just deal with her or him yeah. and get your appointment made. You know, it's too important. Oh, definitely. Totally, totally, totally. And so in terms of like setting up the magazine and your business, like where has been like your biggest struggle? Is there anything that you've really struggled with? Uh, probably the, the challenge at the moment is um, we were very much, uh, we, we literally as part of our Flair Award that we won, we had offices. And since leaving and finishing university, the team, so it's myself and Rosie and Olivia, to get the three of us together so we can work remotely and we can Zoom and we can see all of that, but you can't, beat that human connection so the biggest struggle has been for the three of us to to keep meeting around because we've had to take on jobs to keep funding um because yeah. obviously everything we're doing at the moment we need to get our business model propelled a bit more before we can take a wage and that's fine we'll just keep doing what we're doing but that's our biggest struggle at the moment is that make, make sure we get our diaries free to meet around other commitments to keep this business alive yeah and that we know we live close by to each other but you know we I don't we don't do very well if we're not in the same room do we like yeah. you know regularly we have to be in the same room regularly yeah yeah um, agreed agreed even an old flip chart 
go old yeah. school flip chart and yeah good old Definitely. flip chart and you need to like we talk about this a lot about like doing ceo days we do a lot of one-to-one days with our clients where they come here and we we support them because you need to get out of your business as well and actually work mm. on it because when you're working in it you don't move the needle forward but when you work on it that's when the magic happens that's mm. when the blue sky yeah. happens and you get creative mm. so before we finish we always ask everybody all the inspirational women that we interview what their one piece of business advice would be because everyone that listens to this is either a business owner or is looking to open their own business wow this is a one that i would always stick to it's going to sound a little bit cliche but it's so true do what scares you the most so (laughs) push yourself forward you're not very good at chatting in a crowd get chat into someone start talking to someone because you know what if it doesn't work out with them it work out with the next person around the table open your mouth start talking i can't emphasize enough but look at me and josie we met on the beach i mean i love (laughs) i love a chat but you will always find a connection with someone, whether it is a business connection or it's a personal connection. You, there will be something. Open up the conversation. Open questions. So do what scares you the most. Oh, I love that. I love That's music that. to our ears because we are all about being brave and yeah. taking action. You have to be. You have to be. Yeah. That's so I know that you are Uplifted Magazine on Instagram. We'll share your details in our show notes of your website and your Instagram and everything so people can go and find your magazine. Please come and find us. Come and find us and tell us what you think. Absolutely. Please do. Oh, and thank you so much for thank coming you. on. Yeah. It was oh, thank a- you for having me. I feel very privileged. Thank you so much. Oh, so an welcome. absolute pleasure. And um Thank you, everybody. We are the Money Mavens. We'll share the details of Jenny and the Uplifted magazine in the show notes. So please do go and support them. Check it out. And see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for joining the Money Mavens podcast today with myself, Josie May, and my fellow host, Charlotte Balbier. We are holding regular giveaways with luxury prizes for those that leave us a review. So if you've loved this episode, please go and give us five stars. We really appreciate your support. For more exciting content and inspiration in unlocking your up level, head over to our Instagram and follow the underscore money underscore mavens. The link is in our show notes. Congratulations. You are now officially a money maven. Welcome to the club. We can't wait to celebrate your success with you. See you on the next episode.